they're still making your Kickstarter sucks. Yep, Mike and Jay are still doing this stuff. They've been going for six years and haven't given it up. So somehow here's another six pack of this type of junk. Yeah, that's right. We're still doing these. Your Kickstarter sucks. Yeah, that's right. We're, We're still, still doing, doing these. Yep, Mike and Jay haven't given this up. Yeah, that's right. We're still doing your Kickstarter sucks. Hey guys, uh, just following up on your conversation around every town has that uh, pizza place that's split off due to some sort of disagreement. Um, everyone seems to also remember the kid in their like elementary school that bit a teacher. Uh, I still remember mine. I looked him up and um, he died in a shootout with police. Um, yeah, he bit a teacher, and they basically sent him to special ed because they said he's just, like, too pissed, I guess. I don't know. That seems to also be a thing from the past, but uh, I don't know if that's also where you guys were from. Okay, anyway, I love you very much and all that. Man. Hey, everybody. Welcome to YKS. I'm JF. What is this intro? I don't know. I'm trying a new thing. What is this intro? I try to do a new thing where you say what you are first. Uh, what's up, gang? Let's bring it in. Okay. Let's bring it in. Okay. Mess with his mic a little bit. Don't. You should have done it before we got started. Don't mess with the... This is prime. New... Mess with your mic time right here. New thing. We're going to be touching... We're going to basically be touching these the whole time. Hey, who am I? All right. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. That fucking guy. Don't even get me started. Welcome to YKS. Uh, we're back in person from last week. It wasn't such a... It wasn't such a huge disaster that we decided let's never do that again. Yeah, um, and yeah, yeah. now that I see you here messing with the microphone stand with your totally discharged iPad in front of you, I am kind of wondering, is this, I mean, do we this have what new, it takes this is a new era for us? This is a new, uh, a new, a new, re, uh, this is a whole new field of, uh, problems that we're going to unlock. Yes. Um, it's going to take us even longer to get started. I think. Oh my God. Um, yeah. An hour and 40 minutes to get started today. Let's just, I mean, Let's go back to just doing it virtual. It's, <laughs> no. it's so much better. No, it's it feels uncomfortable, and that's how I know that it's the right thing to do. <laughs> because I can tell that it's weird for us to be sitting yeah. in the same room talking to each other. And then I go, oh, that's probably because we went crazy for four years. That's why that's right, yeah. this is weird to do. Probably because so. we haven't been around people for five, for four years i think that's probably a big issue that we're going to work on um, see now i'm messing with this uh you're fidgeting messing with this now you you actually are for all of the fidget stuff that we talk about on the show you're like the it's, guy who needs to fidget it could help me some of it yeah what it, do any of them seem like they would be like a pin that you can like flip around like a butterfly knife like is there anything you think would help like a smooth stone you could rub in your palm i need to go to therapy <laughs> go to therapy well that's not going to help you need something you need to buy something <laughs> need a doodad yeah you need some kind of gadget that you can do that i don't think i don't think talking about your feelings or anything is going to help yeah. because you just get in there and they're going to be like oh wow well, you know yeah, I mean, here's some uh here's some methods to how you can deal with it or whatever right <laughs> thanks Not a lot interested. doc i'd rather yeah. be out there in the lobby reading highlights magazine than talking to your boring old Thought ass you were gonna give me a bunch of pills <laughs> shithead <laughs> stuff i have to work on i don't want homework you know the worst thing is you go in there and they go like well have you tried a fidget spinner and you go fuck i could have fucking yeah, got this at saved <laughs> whatever are you gonna take a stab at how much you think it costs for an hour of <laughs> there is- take a stab it's probably it's i'd probably know what it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
I've been there. Whatever it is, it's very reasonable. I think definitely. <laughs> it wouldn't be something you have. It wouldn't. Here's what it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be an amount that you would have no problem spending on a hard drive or SD card. Mm. That's for sure. Because otherwise, you would have done it already. <laughs> right? No, I think so. Because <laughs> <laughs> you go in there and you sit down and you're like, hey, everything's all messed up. You know, I'm crazy. And then they're like, um, yeah, that sounds crazy. And, and then you're like, here's like 130 bucks. Yeah. That's a decent guess. Yeah. You can but probably get it for less if you get like a Groupon. Groupon for therapy? Yeah. You doing that? No. Or do you think I should? <laughs> Is Groupon still a thing? Are they still in business? I would assume that Groupon pivoted to NFTs and then lit the building on fire. I can't imagine that place is hanging yeah. around. I feel like it was dead when I used it 12 years ago. Right. So. I feel, I, yeah, I feel like even when people used it, it was like, why are you fucking using a Groupon? I think it's embarrassing. It became synonymous with an embarrassing thing to do right away, which is. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's not, a, that's not, that's not good. A so, Groupon for an escape room or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's a punchline. It's a joke. Yeah, yeah. No wonder we didn't fucking take them. It sounds stupid too. Groupon? You mean coupon? That was probably yeah, yeah, the big problem. The, uh, doy, dude. <laughs> Bird brain. What was the what was the group part of it supposed to be? Uh, oh shit. I don't know. Do we fundamentally not understand Groupon and then just shit on it? I Surely feel, not. I feel right? like I remember it being like, didn't was it that a certain number of people needed to get the coupon, or was it that only a certain number of people Let's could see. get the coupon? It wasn't that you bought stuff in a group. That wasn't it. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, doing some live research here, Jay. No, it's okay. Yeah, just... <laughs> Cut all this out. I'm yeah. hoping your iPad stays alive. You're supposed to charge it the <laughs> night before. I tell my kid, you have to charge it. It's on your like iPad. the lowest bright brightness possible. Like, okay. Because I'm trying to save the bear. I can't fucking read it. it did you just search like, what is Groupon? Is that what yeah. you did? Okay. It's like a million results. I don't know. I don't know what they did. Okay. But whatever they did sucked out loud because now they're <laughs> six feet under. They're doing better than ever, probably. They're probably doing better than ever. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds definitely right. Um, well, what it doesn't really matter to me. Did, did you ever bite a teacher? Uh, I never bit a teacher, but I was in special ed because at the point when they put me in special ed, yeah, I was totally checked out of everything and not doing assignments and stuff. That's another thing. No, it's not. This is not another Banging thing. Banging our drink it, on no, the No, it's uh, just the microphone's the microphone. so big. I know. I hit, I hit it earlier. But uh, they put me in special ed because, you know, that's what they did back then. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, really. So when they put me in special ed, was like I was like, well, fuck this. Mm -hmm. I just dropped out and got my GED or whatever. Wait, putting you in the special education classes didn't give you the didn't jolt you needed me for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna show these guys. I'm gonna start doing all my homework. Yeah. What? <laughs> you, <laughs> you? Yeah. That, wow. That really were principal and teacher getting together. Wow. That really worked out yeah. exactly like we had hoped. What What ended up happening is that. At this point, when they put me in special ed, it was it was run by it was it was also run by a shop teacher. Okay, the special sure. ed program. That's fine. Who was missing a quarter of his finger on his whatever finger that is next to the pinky? He was missing because of shop, some type of industrial accident. Anyway, okay. What ended up happening is I got removed from that because I sent his email. I signed him up for like a bunch of porn newsletters and stuff like that. And okay. 
they freaked out about it and i got pulled into the office and shit and the super the superintendent was there and stuff and wow they said i was doing like online terrorism and stuff but they really like let me have it but, <laughs> i don't know what a good scene. I hope everybody listening took that part to heart where Mike got in trouble for terrorism by signing up email addresses for porn <laughs> that they didn't want. Just so you guys know, stuff can happen yeah, to you don't if, do it. if you do that. If you, if you sign somebody up for, I don't know, a diaper sale newsletter. <laughs> that one's funny. That one's good. Seeing the uh, the deals on the diapers that come through. That one fucking pisses me off to see. Funny. I hate that one. Yeah, that sucks. That one makes me fucking mad. We have unsubscribed from several things that we've gotten that made us too mad. ABDU. ABDU. Adult adult Baby Diaper Universe. Is it universe? Is that what it is? I believe it's adult baby diaper. That's too much. That's too. Just be happy with having adult diapers. World. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mike, it's a special day today. Yeah, of course it is. It's Friday. Uh, recording day when i spend time with my best friend (laughs) i wish we had had it set up to do video at this point because you did (laughs) the most gym face to the camera i'm looking at i'm looking at dan now like he's now i get to look over at dan yeah there he is yeah look at dan there you but you did you made the gym you made the gym face to him because that's not really because you didn't mean that because you what would you rather be doing right now what would the other thing be that you'd be doing right now that you need to do uh you know don't rub your eyes at that that's a great question jf what would i rather be doing yeah what would you rather be doing would you have anything in mind that you would rather be doing well like what do you like to do right I don't so easy, I think it's fair for you to turn it back on me <laughs> and make me come up with something I like. That's not really... <laughs> it's hard. That's not the point of this. The point was to embarrass you, not to then make me also <laughs> think about my life and reflect on my... No, I don't have anything else. I don't think I can't... Yeah, see? I, can't, I can't think of anything I like. I would like to go... I, I tell you what, one thing I'm regretful of, I'd really like to go see a movie in the movie theater. That's one thing I really like to do. And there's not been anything worth a fuck out right now that I want to go see. And I know that there's like the Oscar bait movies, like the the one where Zac Efron takes a bunch of steroids and does suplexes and stuff. I, I legit have not seen or heard any new movies that are coming out. Really? I just, I let it happen naturally. It's, it's a weird, well, number one, it's a weird season. You know, it's not like there's, you're not hearing about the new Independence Day or whatever coming out. It's just like, it's... Yeah. It's movies that are directed at people who love cinema. So you're you're Boring. out. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to pay attention we to want, that crap. We want we don't want that crap. We want superheroes. Yeah. Uh and stuff like that. Well, there is a new Jason Statham movie coming out. Is there? Yeah, there's a new Statham. I think it's called like The Beekeeper or something. Is that right, Dan? <laughs> Dan's wearing gloves and drinking a soda. How the fuck should I know? I don't know. I thought you might know. You love Jason State. Mean Girls is is out. Yeah, Mean Girls. The Beekeeper. Yeah. The Beekeeper. A, uh, Night Swim. That's a horror film. Oh, okay. You want to go see that? Let's go see that. Okay. Wonka. As I like to call him, Wanker. Don't, I don't like him. Don't care. For him. Well, I'll tell you what. Wonka is probably the horror film of the season for me. <laughs> you kidding me? Uh, let's see. Migration. Don't know what that is. Anyone but you, Aquaman, and the Lost Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. a bunch of crap in here. Basically, it's crap, and it's not. It, it's and when it what it comes down to is it's not our fault we don't leave the house. It's Hollywood that's yeah, dropped the ball. They're not putting out good movies. Yeah, why don't you guys put out 
why don't you guys put out some movies so we like can go a, see like a remake of one of our favorite films oh fuck yeah that would be really cool something from the past with like a new modern new styling twist on it. get yeah. um instead of do redo id4 but instead of uh, will smith it's michael b jordan oh my god yeah he's awesome or a woman could do it that's also fine <sighs> what else <laughs> Godzilla, That's not remake fine. that. <laughs> no, Dan, it is fine. <laughs> they are, they're constantly remaking Godzilla. Yeah, but they haven't put thing. a woman in it yet. That's true. They haven't put a woman in it. We have been, <laughs> we, I tell you what, my wife and I have been watching Monarch. Did you watch any of Monarch, the TV show? I have not cracked that open yet. I've seen, I've seen that uh, on the Plex there. I haven't uh, yeah. looked at it. That's perfectly, you, you should watch that. That's perfectly, yeah. it's not, here's, here's what I like about it. It's not so bad that you go like, ugh, do yeah. I really want to sit through this? But it's also not so good that you're like, wow, I really better keep up to date on yeah. this. It's, just, it's, it's nothing. It's just whatever. It's just something that they put on TV and you can look at it if you want to. And I think that's like the perfect amount of, yeah. that's the right level of content for me. You know what I just got? I just got a bunch of a, a bunch of good rips of uh, In Search of Leonard Nimoy. Oh, the old, uh, yeah. You ever heard of that? Rest in peace. Dan? You heard of that? Never heard of it, no. <sighs> Let's just move Sounds on. like nerd shit. Well, it does me. sound like it nerd is. shit, but it like in a cool, shit. it's yeah, a cool kind of. cool type of. <laughs> cool kind of nerd. It's a cool kind oh. of nerd shit. <laughs> well, pardon me. Yeah. I was, yeah it's not wrestling. It's not wrestling. That's good. That's um, what he said. You guys should go see Iron Claw. Oh, What's yeah. That? You did see. That's the Zac Efron thing. He did see that. You saw oh. that with Chris, right? Yeah, it was really good. You enjoyed Iron Claw because the, it yeah, was I'm about. wearing the gloves right now. Is that? Oh, it is the glove from Iron Claw. Wow. Look, he's wearing the glove. Did you get that at the movies? Yeah, they gave us a free pair of gloves. Is it? Are, are you serious? Yeah. I cannot tell if you're joking. He's right being now. no. He is being serious. Right. They saw no, like completely serious. They, they saw like a special <laughs> the advanced like screening. Right, right. Screening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, otherwise, it is weird to get gloves at the movie theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you can't do the popcorn trick. Is that what you were thinking? Uh, I wasn't even thinking about getting jacked off at the theater. My mind was not even. <laughs> Are you serious? You were not thinking about getting jerked off at the movie theater? I'm I constantly was thinking about thinking getting about jerked that. off. Yeah. When I went to see it. Do you think, and I'm sorry, but a serious question. The yeah. popcorn trick is when you put your wiener through the popcorn bucket. Right, right. And then somebody jerks you off. Right. And it's a trick because they don't know that your dick is in there. Yeah, I think the thing is they reach into the bowl. Yeah. Expecting... Hot, fresh, delicious popcorn, a uh, nice salty treat. Sometimes popcorn and candy too. Sometimes people do that. Yeah, yeah. But what they don't, what they don't do, right, is, is put a dick in there. Put a dick in there. Yeah, I guess I understand <laughs> that. I guess just for me, it's like, is the first of all not cool. You need mm -hmm. to get consent before you do the popcorn trick, and the trick needs to be almost like the trick should not be, a trick at yeah, all. Yeah, it's sort of like we agreed in advance that yeah. I'll do the trick, and you'll be cool with it. Get it on. You better get Are it. Are you supposed to bring right? scissors to the movie theater with you to? And that's another thing. I, didn't I think also about think that. the gloves would the be hole? good for the jacking off of in the butter because you don't want to get butter all over your hands, right? You want to jack off with the glove on. And you just popcorn. want it on your penis. Yeah. And then after you're oh, done, yeah. pull the penis out, pull the glove out, throw that away, go in for some popcorn. Okay. No, no mess, no uh, fuss. So that's why Dan got the gloves, and he got two gloves, so he can do two popcorn tricks. That's awesome. Did you and Chris have a good time at the movies? <laughs> yeah, we had a really good time. <laughs> we had an excellent time. <laughs> I know, I'm not really a big popcorn guy, so I, I would probably have to do like, um, 
I don't know what what like a, the box of like nerds. Oh, I almost said Sour Patch Kids, and I'm glad yeah. I didn't because I think you, you would have jumped all over me. <laughs> Maybe nerds isn't that great either. Um, it's a special it's a special day because this is the day before you turn one more year come older on, on Earth. Are we doing this show? It is. It's a it's a spe, it's a spe, come on. It's a special day. You're supposed to say you said you look. You said you're going to a fancy mm. restaurant, right? Yeah, yeah, I think we're going out. Yeah. How old are you going to be, Mike? Nah, it doesn't matter. Nah. 30, 30-ish. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I thought it would be funny for me to... Uh, you remember that episode of The Simpsons where Michael Jackson sings Happy Birthday to oh, Lisa? Yeah. I thought it would be funny if I uh, did that, if I sang that for you. Okay, go ahead. I forgot to record it. Oh, like you're going to do it live. But I thought it would be funny just so... That is awesome. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. (laughs) It's a good song. It is actually a good song. I got you a little something. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but... uh, Oh, what is this? Take take a look. Take a look. What do you think? Looks like a plastic bag. I guess I could store some stuff in this. I actually recommend... No, I would say you put put that over your head (laughs) and cinch it tight on the bottom. Start breathing in. Now, what is this? Now, this is cool. The Monster Mash. It's uh This is a vinyl. It's a vinyl record. I know how you like your old old tech. Yeah, that's right. And uh but it's got a bunch of stuff on there. It's sort of like the um you know, like the Halloween like soundscape you could put oh, on. Oh yeah. You got all kinds of different sounds. You probably got the sound of like a creepy crawly crawling around. You probably creepy got the creepy crawly is on here, yeah. You got the sound of um, you know, a rat sc- scuttling. Rat scuttle theme. That's on here too. <laughs> I think that's seven minutes. So <laughs> but cool. I thought the art of that was really cool yeah. too. Little vampire guy on here. I got the that vampire guy and the Frankens. You got the Frankens. Tightening his bolts. Love that. Yeah. Cool little store. Cool little shop I found that. Where'd you though. go? That is a there's a uh, there's a record uh, comic book store downtown that has all sorts of just like assorted Sick. weird stuff and and I, they also have a bunch of old pornos which I wanted to go get for you but every time I go in there I'm with my kids You're with your family and they do not want me to look at the old <laughs> porno box so I don't but I found this yeah also which I thought you would get I I do actually think you will listen to now, this this is nice the American Comedy Box 1915 to 1994 this is a box. It's it's like a box set. It's a wow. it's a weird format. Compact discs. Yeah, it's a weird format of a box set of like four different CDs or something like that of goofy comedy stuff from the seventies and eighties. I think that's sick. Uh, I talked to these the, are good. I talked to the guy. Yeah, who's on there? What, like got Red Fox or what? Who's on it? Bud Abbott, Lou Costello. Oh. Uh, see if I recognize any of these guys on here. Smothers Brothers. Oh yeah, Tom Tom Lair. The you may... Joan Rivers, Phyllis Diller from Lima, Ohio. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. Lenny Bruce had a bit about Lima, Ohio, and about how bad it was. <laughs> if you okay. Google Lenny Bruce Lima, Ohio, he's got like a <laughs> some stand-up thing from like the fifties or sixties or whatever. It was like, uh, yeah, I went into Lima, Ohio, and uh, mm. this uh, guy behind the counter was uh, he was talking about how shitty of a fucking trip it was or something. That's good. That must have felt good for everyone there. Cheech and Chong. I'll play that one after the kids go to bed. Oh, boy. That's <laughs> 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 <No>, for bed. <laughs> uh, Rodney Dangerfield, Bud Hackett, Red Fox, George Carlin. There That's you good. go. Hey. Wilson. Well, this is back when Carlin was doing his own stuff and wasn't letting the computers do it for him, yeah, which is sold interesting. sold out. Yeah. Sad. 
I, I thought that was so, I was so, I thought I was so disappointed to see that George Carlin let a computer do a new Come stand on, up man. set for him. What, what you you ain't got it anymore, George? <laughs> this is sick. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I uh, I talked to the guy when I got when I got that. <laughs> the guy saw me buy it. The, the owner of the shop saw me buy it. He was like, I just I just got this in yesterday, and I took it home and listened to it, and it's so funny. And, he, <laughs> and first of all, I was like, that is cool. I'm glad that this guy has like this weird store that's just for him, basically. Yeah. Um, where he gets to like bring the shit in. <laughs> also, it feels like I got screwed because he just got it. Like I liked it better <laughs> when I thought it was sitting there for a really long time. It's used. That's yes, kind of messed. you should have knocked some uh, some off the price. I should have negotiated. Like, oh, it's used. Yeah, from nineteen. Opening up all the discs and seeing if there's any scratches on it or anything. <laughs> like that. Pulling like an eBay asshole move. Yeah. On. Yeah. Well, what can yeah. we do to make this right? Now, I don't want to return, <laughs> but what do you think we can do to make this right? Uh, well, I hope you enjoy your birthday dinner. Yeah. Um, you're gonna you're gonna get a salad. You're gonna get a steak. Yeah, I'm gonna do the whole nine. Wow, it's gonna be nice. You're gonna get like a maybe like a cocktail, maybe like a cigar at the end of the meal. Probably won't light probably, up at the table. Won't do that. I'll probably come, probably come back over, get on the computer, probably. Oh so wow, I'll watch some of my friends to go off kings. Uh, don't turn this into on Twitch. Oh, you're gonna, you're going to watch us on Saturday night, you piece of shit. <laughs> you don't even know our schedule. You're a fake fan. You think I'm streaming on a Saturday night? I'm watching a VOD. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well. Anyways, enough uh, enough fun. Let's get down to brass tacks. Let's do let's do an update on an old Kickstarter. This is called a book thanking the U.S. for all its opportunities by Frankie Vicente. Um, this one, you know what? Did I write down what episode this was? Yeah, I did. Episode two hundred nine, July of twenty twenty one. Um, this one, you know what? I don't remember what we said about this one at the time. I really don't remember what we said about it other than it seems kind of corny. Well, you probably said it was, uh, very admirable and very, uh, <laughs> probably treated it with the respect it deserves. Yeah. Well, look, this guy, he's, uh, he's originally from Mexico and he came to the U S and he feels very thankful for, for all his opportunities. Now, as somebody who was born in the U.S., that is, of course, impossibly corny for me. Psychotic, yeah. It's, it is, I, I always, I always cringe when someone uh, takes their, U, their U.S. citizenship test and then waves a little flag and they say, I'm so thankful for my better life. And I'm sitting here going, well, my life's not that good. Yeah. <laughs> it freaking sucks sometimes, <laughs> actually. <laughs> what a piece of shit to think that when you see someone celebrating. But... <laughs> Um, the only reason that this is not- notable to me, I think, is because when we talked about it, it had a dollar of five thousand dollars. Clearly, yeah. it's a it's a book from a guy who's probably not an author by trade, mm. and I would say has maybe a little bit more than uh, a tiny amount of a political bent to it that I don't necessarily think is all that great. <laughs> For instance, he, the other book that he has put out, a memoir, perhaps. Is called, and I'll try to I'll try to say it in Spanish. Mike, you tell me if this sounds right. Yeah, uh, basta la pobreza o la requesta yeah. esta dentro de ti despierta. Terror. Yes, is that right? Yeah. Google Translate returns that is enough poverty or wealth is within you. Wake up. That's cool. Which you know, one of those guys. I think they, I think they're all over. You know, I mean, it's not just a uniquely American thing or ne- uniquely right. It's the the idea that if you're broke, it's your fault. I think yeah. spans time and space. <laughs> it didn't work hard enough to inspire millions. <laughs> what do you want a handout? Nobody ever gave me a handout. 
It's interesting I, that you say that. I found that. success through uh, sheer luck. <laughs> <laughs> I found literally a pot of gold, yeah. and I'm, I've been going through that. Um, well, it had a dollar of 5K. It ended with $5,028. So so it's, it, is, it is interesting that the politics of the book probably do rail against the idea that yeah, someone yeah. might need a handout. But of course, in uh, all of the irony that goes into this is is probably unnoticed by these guys. But the people with the most handouts uh, or the most help are the ones writing about how you don't need any uh, help in handouts. Right. The warehouse is full of Republican books that aren't actually sold and all that other kind of stuff. You can probably get like a federal grant to write a book or something. <laughs> <laughs> like it's all, you know, yeah. and then use chat GPT to do it or something like that. Or just, you know. These these fucking scammers. It doesn't. Here. The truth is, it doesn't matter because the, no one's going to read no it anyway. No one's going to read it. Yeah, you're just. I wrote a book. Yeah. Wow. Good. It gets to go on the shelf, and it's like another object that you get <laughs> to look at every now and then. Um, if you look at the kick track, yeah, uh, pull it up on this one. You got enough juice over there for it? You think? We're struggling. Okay. What are we looking at on the on screen's the, going in and out on the battery bar? What do you uh, got? It's 16%. 16. So we're going down. <laughs> we're going backwards. Okay. Where we were. Yeah. That's not good. It's fine. Well, it looks like uh, we had approximately $0 the whole time. Then one day we got $1,000. Then we stayed there for almost the whole time. And then the day before it closed, it got an additional $4,000. <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those wow. things where you go, well, let's check the, hey, let's check the rewards on the campaign and see what those four backers who contributed the entire $5,000 wanted. Well, they didn't want the $25 ebook or the $50 standard edition book or the $75 signature edition book or the $200 your name on the book or the $400 your name on the book plus the whole collection uh, because all of those have zero backers. So this was just a no strings attached gift. Yeah, $5,000 just That's out of stuff. support. Now, you know, is there a possibility that somebody said, hey, good for you. You know, I, I'm I'm glad that you... Did whatever you did. Here's five grand. That's cool. Um, Coke brothers, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe somebody with, with, and you know I hate this, Mike, with an agenda. <laughs> Could it be possibly somebody with an agenda supporting the patriotic book? I don't know. Um, but Gracias USA um, made the goal, and I can't actually find it anywhere on Amazon. The point of this actually, the point of this actually was to be translated into English. And as far as I can tell, it only mm. exists in Spanish still. Okay. But, you know, as far as the American dream goes, getting a bunch of money for not doing anything is right up there. Yeah. So He won. Yeah. He also says it's an extramarital story. So, I don't know. Maybe I should read it, but I, I don't... What that means. I'm not really sure if that's just a lost in translation thing or if this is not just about sucking <laughs> off the flag. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, at any rate... That's the update on the old Kickstarter gang. We've got six more Kickstarters coming your way. Mike, it's like six little candles on a birthday cake. I hope we get to blow them out. 13%. Okay, we'll be right back. This episode of YK is sponsored by Factor. Get started. On your resolutions with Factor, so you're ready for the new year. Mike, you got any resolutions this year? Uh, be worse of a person. Uh, be okay. just like a, more of a scoundrel. Um, Mike, you've totally gotten the reason for resolutions backwards. You're supposed to improve and take a step forward every year. Oh, darn it. <laughs> 
I thought of one the other day. How about this is not related to factor. What about, what about drinking more tea? That could be one. That could be one. Why what? not? That's it's easy. Nobody it's has an easy any... one to say to. Nobody's gonna check. Yeah. How much tea did you drink? A I don't lot. Know. A ton of it. <laughs> Made it my New Year's resolution. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. See how easy that is. That's an easy one to that's, check off the that's box. That's one of mine to lie more. So <laughs> no. that works. That works for me. Now you know. I'm drinking tea all the time, gang. <laughs> not supposed to do that. <laughs> uh, Factor's ready to eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success. In the new year, skip the grocery stores, but go just for fun if you want to. Prep work and cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door. And with over 35 meals to choose from every week, including these options, keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. Um, they have these snack options now, Mike, with Factor. Yes. The breakfast, the smoothies, the juices, snacks, and more, I, I got to get on there. I want to see what these juices are all about. Are I've, you a juice guy? I've tried all of them. They're amazing. You've had the juices? Guess what? Another mm. one of my lies. Got you again. What? No. Yeah. It's never going to stop. All year, I'm going to be like this. <laughs> <laughs> Skip the overpriced takeout trap. Factor is cheaper and way more delicious than takeout. Get chef-crafted restaurant-quality meals delivered right to your door. They're ready to heat and eat in just two minutes, which means more time for you and special occasions are no problem hey you got a birthday coming up yes i have one coming up yes i'm talking to the audience oh, i could care okay. less Sorry, about you yeah. and your basically your life and stuff like gourmet gourmet plus gourmet what let's take that it looks like gourmet plus <laughs> gourmet plus is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast upscale options done easily when things get get hectic Ge know, did you say get hectic oh god <laughs> Factor is flexible. Change your order up every week with plans from 4 to 18 meals per week or pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Stress less over meal times in the new year. I'm a big fan of the Protein Plus, Mike, as I was telling you before we got started here. I'm keeping track of my protein intake. I'm thinking 150 grams and up. And I'm not just talking about a, a meeting of a bunch of English guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, factors, no prep, no mess meals, a lot of grams. <laughs> Probably, right? Probably. It sounds right. <laughs> sounds factors, no prep, no meal, <laughs> mess meals, free up time, otherwise spent shopping, cooking, and, and cleaning up. Mm -hmm. No more wasting time in the kitchen. Not only does Factor offer fast, simple solutions when I'm too busy to cook, they also help me stay on top of my goals. Sounds like you and Factor are really hitting it off for the new year, Mike. That's right, JF. Well, head to factormeals.com slash YKS50 and use the code YKS50, that's 50, to get 50% off. That's code YKS50 at factormeals.com slash YKS50 to get 50% off. And we're not lying. Time for the six pack, Mike. And because you're the birthday boy, I think you should go first. When are you gonna knock it off? <laughs> this is Paz Paz Tell, the first poster chair. I remember one of her poster chairs. I said, JF, we just got two of them. Oh, speak in on here. it, Mike. Tell them about this chair you're sitting in right chairs, now. Nice velvet gold, velvet and gold chair. What you think? Uh, what's the color you're Mustard. sitting in? Mine is uh, it's green, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> a revolutionary chair that doubles as a wall poster. Simple, smart, sustainable. Yeah. Made in town. Made here in town. 
in Portland, Oregon. Does he say made in town? Made in town. Okay, that's strange. We had one last week that was a uh, chess board that you put on the wall. Yes. And then, like, I think the last month or the month before that, we had the Christmas tree that you put on the wall. Yeah. And now a chair that you put on a wall. Wall stuff is really hot right it's really now. really hot. Um, this one, out of all of them, I guess I think this probably looks the best <laughs> as far as something I'd put on the wall. Because the Christmas tree on the wall, first, that's a non-starter for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The chessboard, I think maybe you could get away with saying it's like, it's like uh, it's like not actually a chess. The only way you're getting away with that one is if you say that's not really a chessboard. It's just supposed to look like one. And then someone goes, "Oh, okay." <laughs> if you say it's a chessboard, they'll go like, "Well, so can you play it?" And you have to say, "Well, I can get the um little computer <laughs> that I hook up to the bottom of it, and then we have to move around the piece." It's just it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. This one actually does look like a series of three vertical paintings or yeah. photos or whatever. Um, they're just kind of like TJ Maxi a little bit. It's a folding chair that you put on your wall. Well, it's a uh, yeah. It's a vertical photo, and you get like what does it come in three of them? I wonder if it comes in three or if it's like customizable in that sense. Um, it's hard to say. It is like what I would say is it's like picture like a like you would say like flat pack like IKEA style yeah. folding chair where it goes from chair and then you just push a little bracket in or something and then it's completely flat, right? Um, and it also has that look of furniture that you only see in a school where it's like, there's no way anyone would buy this mm-hmm. unless they were contracted with the government to buy 800,000 of them. The cheapest chair known to man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's got this little hinge in the middle and then on either side, um, yeah, it's got tender and bumble. Talk about coming in threes. <laughs> Dan stonewalled you on that one. I don't know what's going. I don't know if it's the gloves <laughs> that's giving him the power. The just... <laughs> no, I was distracted. I'm sorry. What are you it's looking right. at? It's all right. Don't worry about what I'm looking at. <laughs> I'm very worried about what you're looking at. This is kind of cool. Looking at... mm-hmm. What did you say? Nothing. <laughs> this is cool because sometimes, JF, you know, uh, you don't want there to be something hanging on your wall. Sometimes you want to sit down. <sighs> You know what? I I honestly had not thought about this going the other direction until just now because okay, clearly the situation that they're thinking of is when you need a chair but you don't have the enough floor space to keep that many chairs around. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you grab one off the well, you got family coming over, you got a four-seater yeah. table, you want a six-seater. Got extra chairs right there. You got an extra chair on the wall. I guess what's interesting is then it does make your wall bare and then have a bunch of like nails or screws yeah, or something yeah. in it. I didn't think about that part of it, how it, it, if it, if it beautifies the wall when you're not using it, it uglifies the wall when you are using it. Yeah. So really your incentive is to get this chair back up on the wall, like right, as soon right, as right. possible. Right. I mean, I know we're all hurting for space, you know? Sure. But, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> but some, Put some chairs up on the wall. <sighs> yeah. Is it is it is it kind of an interesting idea from a functionality standpoint? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Somebody yeah. It, it serves two purpose. That's that's it. That's the end of the uh how interesting it is. I <laughs> yeah, I think it's like it, this is one of those things, um, and I think well it, it should it should be 
It should be noted that it was uh, unsuccessful. It had it, they did raise thirty two hundred bucks of six thousand uh, dollars from fifteen backers. I thought it had a few days to go, but it says it was unsuccessful um, as of this week. Uh, but I do think if you're a guy who came up with this for your own house, you'd probably be like, check out this cool ass shit I did. Yeah, and I think and you, you'd be right. You would be right to do that. I think you would be right to say. It's and, when you start making money on it, then I don't. Then I'm then I'm mad. You have a passion, that's fine. Yeah. Don't start to pursue it. <laughs> Make me sick. <laughs> Good rule of thumb. Uh, check out the video a little bit, uh, sort of in memoriam at least. I didn't do that. I know you didn't. It was Dan. What the fucking video? I didn't do shit. I think, is Dan making the video not play too? Jesus. Just play it. I'm trying to play the video. Come on, play it. All right. Okay. He's taking the... Oh, wow, it's really small. I guess that's big enough for a chair, though. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, and it can hold a lot, too. 80 pounds. Yo! All right. This doesn't help me understand the functionality of the chair. I'm going to turn it down a little bit. 240 pounds plus one's 400 pound... Uh, for a folding chair out of stuff that goes on the wall is pretty good. Yeah, 220 pounds is pretty good for a wall thing. Wall chair. No, he's, it's 400. What? Because he put himself on there plus oh, wow. all the concrete in the bag. That's pretty impressive, I will say. Wow. All right. So, I don't know. Maybe we do got to give it up for this guy. I don't need to see him loading the concrete back on the dolly. That doesn't do anything. Now we're putting it on the... I actually don't know what the rest of this is. He's uh, just showing it's a flat, it's a flat chair. It feels like a setup for a magic trick that's just not coming. I don't know. What is this? Oh, you can change the front of it. You got the vegan leatherette and the hook and loop. Ta so like uh, Velcro, you can't say Velcro. You have to say hook and loop. Hook and loop. So you can put different stuff on the front of it. Gotcha. All right. Swap out the... Uh, swap out the different print on the thing. Yeah, this, is for, this is for some beach house. This is for your beach house. I actually do your like... lake the, house. I like that. I like that call. Well, if you're a burgeoning Airbnb landlord. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is your main furniture. Right? Actually, that do, <laughs> this is better than I think any of the furniture <laughs> yeah. that you would ever find. Yeah. In a fucking Airbnb. I could see this, though, and I don't know if it's just because maybe the scene that he's using it with here is like a photograph of a sunset, like a very generic yeah. um, Michael's sort of um, artwork. That's yeah. What, yeah, what you see in a craft store. When's the last time you stayed at an Airbnb? Um, and how was it? Uh, good question. When was the last time I stayed in it? Because I did. Because I feel like I've now learned the lesson enough times that I am trying to do hotels over that, yeah, whenever possible. But it is. I do still think that. It, okay, my thought is they should destroy it first mm -hmm. and then bring it back and say you can only do this with like certain. You can have one of right, them, right, 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 and it's like government should regulate certain places because. There is there is no substitute when you have a big group of people that you right. all want to hang out yeah, together. Yeah. And the hotel is just ass for that. Well, I mean, <laughs> they start doing the audio monitoring stuff or whatever the fuck. I know. We stayed at one when we went to Atlanta. It was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. We get there to the building and 
of course the Airbnb was owned by like a company and they bought all of the units in the building. Yeah. And they had some, they couldn't, we couldn't get in because the code was wrong or something and they kept sending us codes. Yeah. And they were like, well, a, a technician guy or maintenance guy should be there. And we had to wait like an hour or something for him. To, it was just, that's so ass, dude. Why is anybody doing Airbnb? Brutal. It's crazy. It That is, Airbnb, I think, is the pinnacle example of something yeah. that you get into because it's cheap. And then before you know it, it's actually as expensive, if not more expensive, yeah. than what you uh, yeah, yeah. were avoiding in the first place. And it's worse, too. So fuck you. Yeah. Um, so it can Not be good. pretty, it can be pretty nasty, but I do think if you're an Airbnb guy and you say, I do want some furniture I can hang on my wall and I need it to kind of be ugly and uncomfortable. I, I don't mm-hmm. know how you could do any better than, than this folding chair here. So, um, one of these is going to cost 180 bucks and you know what? I'm now seeing the problem. Um, $180 on the early bird, 260 for a non Kickstarter price Oof, for one for one. Yeah. For one. Fold. Nah, bro. Because folding chairs do cost about twenty, twenty, thirty, but yeah, not you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's not like this is any more comfortable. I know that if you're building this in your house, it's not the same as cranking them out. But you can't be into this thing for seven hundred and fifty bucks to get four folding chairs around right, right. a table. And then I guess the other thing is, is when you have them away from the table, they're up on the wall, and the table looks weird because there's no chairs, and they're not comfortable. So they're I mean, not comfortable. It's a fucking hard wood. Yeah, but you can imagine how if they looked better and were comfortable <laughs> and were cheaper. <laughs> you can imagine it being really good. And were available in a real yeah, store yeah. and not Kickstarter. Then you could really see awesome. how this would be an interesting uh, concept. Anyways, that's Paztel, the first, and I would even venture to say perhaps last <laughs> poster chair that there ever was. Um, so, Mike, hopefully that's not under the tree for your birthday. Um I assume your tree's still up. My birthday tree is up, yeah. Just took the Christmas tree down, <laughs> put the birthday tree up. Uh, I got one for you, Mike. This is the Millionaire's Baby Show. The Millionaire's Baby. You know, okay. you've heard that before, the Millionaire's Baby. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, this is a reality game show out of Germany, and I'm going to let them explain it via the magic of video. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to the Millionaire's Baby Show. In the Millionaire's Baby, you will see how the millionaires bring their most valuable things and set conditions to see if there is someone who can fulfill those conditions and own that thing. So stay with us to see who can own the Millionaire's Baby. You got to own the Millionaire's Baby, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Are you ready to own the most beloved assets of the rich and famous? It's a thrilling, suspenseful, and emotional journey that will challenge the contestants and the viewers in ways they never imagined. The premise is simple. Imagine you had a millionaire's baby. Okay. No, not a child. The Lindbergh baby. (laughs) Okay. But a luxury car, a masterpiece of art, a dazzling jewel, or something else that the millionaire loves and shows off. How would you feel if you could own it? Well... It sounds too good to be true, but it's not. Because now you have a chance to find out, and it could be yours if you join Millionaire's Baby, a reality game show that lets you compete for the most beloved assets of the rich and famous. But don't think it will be easy. You'll have to prove yourself worthy of the Millionaire's Baby by fulfilling the conditions and challenges that he or she has set for you. 
It could be anything that tests your skills, knowledge, creativity, or courage. Millionaire's Baby is a reality game show registered with the Writers Guild of America. Okay, so they're doing this the right way. Um, In today's world, many are fascinated by the lives of the rich and famous and follow them on social media or in the news to see what they have and do. Right? Is that true? Big time, yeah. I love celebs. Yeah. Don't you like... Like, here's a picture of a guy standing in front of an airplane. That's awesome. Who is he? He must be somebody pretty important. I I assume it's a guy who was able to fight his way into an airplane hangar. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in each episode of Millionaire's Baby, you will see how a millionaire, such as a famous celebrity, an athlete, or an influencer, offers one of his or her most valuable assets and sets some challenging conditions to see if there is someone who can fulfill these conditions and own that asset. Sounds crazy, right? Well, that's the point. It's not just a game show. It's a a social experiment. It's a show that will explore the ethical, psychological, and emotional aspects of rich, famous, and also contestants. Um, you got debates, controversies, conversations. You're going to laugh. You're going to cry. You're going to think, more importantly, wow. when you watch this show. And they want over $500,000 uh, to get Millionaire's Baby off the ground. I, I, I wish I had more insight into what it is that they are attempting to do they're gonna make people eat bugs to try to get like a ferrari or something is this what it is it does kind of feel mr beastie um it feels like they saw mr beast and said let's do that but in yeah. germany um you have to prove yourself worthy of the millionaire's baby by fulfilling the conditions and challenges they set for you so the millionaire has something that's really good, and if you want to get it, they get to decide how you're going to get it, and then they have to give it to you? Is that really the concept <laughs> you think of? <laughs> this screenshot here is, is some uh, stuff in the woods. They're doing some math problem or something with, like, sticks or something. Yeah. That's the challenge you're uh, going to set out for On me. the ground, it says, yeah, like... T- don't get me wrong, I'm going to fail it. It's too hard, but... Yeah, I'm seeing two plus five. Can you even do that? Can you even add up <laughs> two and... <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy i don't know you could um i i don't know this sounds nuts there is a video here this is this is the winner of the first episode of the show um let's see what he says okay hey everyone Keeling here. hope you're all doing fantastic so a lot of you have been asking me about how i came to know about the millionaire's baby show and it's quite a story I was just scrolling through social media one day and I saw this ad pop up. I was intrigued by the concept and I thought, why not give it a shot? Signing up was super easy. I went to their website, filled out a form with some of my details and boom, I was in. Now, here's my personal highlight I have to share with you guys. Being at the live event was such a roller coaster of emotions. Competing in the challenges against my girlfriend was insanely fun. So he's, I didn't know. I don't know that I understood that there was a relationship aspect. Maybe that's just a one-off of this pilot for the show. Yeah. But it seems like he was competing against his girlfriend for the millionaire's baby prize, which doesn't really track. It's with, not really. A, it's not really because they could just work together, right? Oh, you're the the very integrity of the show you're calling into question yeah, now. Yeah. Wow. And if he wins the the Lambo, does she get the ride in it ever? That's an interesting question, Mike, and it might be relevant if the Lamborghini were the prize that they were battling over. Every moment had us 
at the edge of our seats, trying to outdo each other. Trying to outdo? <laughs> Don't. Sorry. I know. Just unforgettable. And now, check this out. A brand new PS5. I mean, no. I'm, I'm beyond excited to start playing some games on this beauty. Yeah, he got a PS5. All right. Not really what the promise of the show. Yeah. Because it's, you know, when you take a picture by like a private jet. Yeah. You think, you know. Maybe the jet could be mine. <laughs> but if you're sort of on the PlayStation 5 level. Oh, there it is right there. This is Mr. S- Mr. Sim and his PS5 is this week's. Oh, sick. Do you know Mr. Sim? I don't know Mr. Sim. I'm not familiar. Mr. C-E-M. What is that? Looks like it's a primary exam that's a single best answer uh, paper. Mm. 180 questions that you can answer in three hours. So That's interesting. I <laughs> didn't know that. Is he maybe a YouTube guy? <laughs> Mr. Sim. No, it's just a test. I is it maybe I just need to search Germany? Was he German? Um no. I I'm not I'm literally not sure getting a single is. is this all made up? Is it not real? Probably all made up. Okay. Probably all made up. Well, a, you think they really they wait they, Faith giving him a PS five? <laughs> Who paid for it? <laughs> this is Mr. Sim and his PS five. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a plastic on it. Welcome to the Millionaire's Baby Show, the most thrilling and daring reality game show ever. There are many people around the world who wish to have this, and the owner of this beautiful PS5 is none other than Mr. Jim. Mr. Jim. <laughs> Mr. Jim. This is this is a slow motion video of him walking with a gym bag, but he's like. He looks like he's wearing an Amazon Prime driver hoodie. Looks depressed. Okay, well, that's what we look like all the time. <laughs> he's at the gym. That's he's at not the gym. What he's is Mr. Jim? Wait, is he Mr. Jim? Well, he's playing the PS. Okay, maybe it is a. Uh... German influencer named Mr. Jim. C E M. He says, I have everything, but I love my PS5. <laughs> Play a little FIFA. Wow, look at that. You know what? Millionaire is not so different from you and I. Hello, my little I have a surprise for you, my dear friends. I have a PS5, which I would like to give it huh? away. He's giving it away? I have three challenges as a game. Which you can play to win this PS5. This must have been the ad that was oh, on Instagram yeah. the guy saw. Okay. And uh, I hope you can get it. I would love I would love some more info on the challenges. I have experienced many things in my life. That's why I'm here today. Okay, I don't really know. He's got the bi- the rich guy big sunglasses. Yeah. I hope that you guys young as me to be happy in your life. Okay. This is you're it's getting inspiring. I don't know, cool. You're it's just getting cool. just tell me so how to get like the PS5. The, he's like the German Mr. Beast. I just wanted to say that I have a PS5. This is his next line. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say I have a PS5. You all want it. Now he wants to give his PS5 away to someone who can do the challenges. That's cool. And then this guy won it. 
Um, and here he is. And it's new in box. Oh, this is not his PS5, I guess. Because here it is new mm. in the box. And he's getting it at like... There's an, two PS5s. Uh, yeah, there's at least two in the world. So this guy's got one. Mr. Jim has the other one. So <laughs> that's maybe a little bit different than what I thought the show was going to um, right. be about. Uh, is it necessarily any better if they give away a private jet? Probably not. I don't think. I think maybe car is sort of the high end of what you would want to be given away on a yeah probably, show. Yeah. Jet. When Pepsi gave away that jet. Well, they really didn't want to, though, did they? They did not want to. Did so, it, somebody probably did a podcast about that already, like the Pepsi probably. private jet thing. My dad's jet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's called my I don't know. Maybe it is. I guess it could be called. By now, it's probably going to It's the guy's daughter doing the... Yeah. probably. Well, by now, it's probably my grandpa's jet. You adjust this fucking thing. How many adjustments do you need to do on the fucking... Jesus Christ. Goddamn damn thing's falling over, Jay. Well, it's because you messed with it too much, and now it's like a whole... Yeah, because I moved over. Yeah, well, stop moving over. Just sit still. Sit still. I can't. Okay. That was the, uh, whatever that was called. Millionaire's Baby Show. Okay. Well, now I'm going to pitch it to you, Mike. Are you done? It? <laughs> yeah, this next one I got for you, Jay. You're so deep in the microphone stand right, up, Justin. <laughs> okay. the, the next one I got for you, JF, is called Soul Stone. It's called Soul Stone. Follow your bracelet's journey. Tech-powered beads. Follow their journey. Share social info. Now, this is a local project, Mike. This is from Nashville. Wow. Um, and I am, I'm honestly just more confused about this one than anything else. And I'm, I'm, maybe you can explain this to me. I don't know. Um, See this? Hmm? See this? What? The microphone's falling. Yeah, you didn't tighten By it. Itself. You got to tighten it more. <laughs> Play the, please. Okay. Marlo, our fun numbers are rough. We need to get them up. You haven't done anything besides sniff butts all quarter. Oh my gosh. This is genius. This is not real, by the way. This is oh. a, yeah, this is this is not actually part of it. That's, She's in a meeting with a dog and the dog comes up with some new idea to save the company that they work for. I thought it was real. This part is not real. This part okay. is a joke, but the, it'll get into the real stuff in a second. We need to tell the world. No, the dogs. It's still not the real part. Okay. Hi, I'm Maddie. And this is a soul stone. A little bead with a lot of potential. Soul stones transform your bracelets into powerful tools for making friends, storing memories, and kickstarting adventures. So it's a bracelet that has some kind of powers. Right on. Okay. They're tech-powered beads that can be tapped with any phone, allowing you to see their journey, add to it, and connect with others along the way. You can see the journey of your bracelet when you tap it to your phone. So you're wearing the bracelet, you hold it up to your phone, and then it's like an NFC tag, and you open it up, and it says like, oh, you know, I'm your bracelet. Hi, I'm your bracelet. <laughs> As both a Swifty and a music festival fan, I'm no stranger to friendship bracelet or candy trading, but I've always felt like we can make these shit. Do you hear what she just said there? Yeah. Is that... As a Swifty and a... What did she say? Festival goer? Festival, yeah. Candy trading? Is that something that is a known quantity? Do people know about that? You know. Not a big festival guy. Yeah. 
Dan, do you know about this? When you go to a festival, you trade candy trade or bracelets with people? Bracelets off. That sounds stupid as fuck. I'm okay. eating my own damn candy. Yeah. You go to festivals at all, Dan? Any festival? Not really, no. I'm not a festival guy. They got one down here uh, named Bonnaroo. Mm. You ever hear that? I'm familiar with that, yeah. Why don't you come down for Bonnaroo one come year? Come down, dude. We'll all go to Bonnaroo. I actually, I think I just saw the lineup for the next one, and it looked pretty good. I, maybe right. I will. It's it's decided. I'll bring my tent. We're going to Bonnaroo. Is that the one that got messed up with a bunch of mud and destroyed, or was that a different one? It wasn't mud. It was poop. It's a long story, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean the tent. I mean the festival. Oh, <laughs> festival's fine. <laughs> Gosh, tent. <laughs> Um, okay, so this is, is this is this. I think this cleared up for me a little bit. It's this is something specifically that you only know if you go to festivals. You know that you like give you take a bracelet off and you hand it to somebody else. Yeah, or if you're like a you know friendship bracelet type uh, person or whatever. Are you making so, friends yeah. with people that you just meet? Me, no, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. Think. I'm so thankfully I'm so off putting. That's <laughs> never been. <laughs> it's never come up. This is more memorable and longer lasting. So me and my trusted team got to work. We've gone through endless iterations, and as a small family business, we've learned a lot along the way. We knew we needed something waterproof, battery-free, and durable. Voila, the Soul Stone was born. Check this out. When you tap a Soul Stone, it opens the Soul Stones app, which lets you see moments associated with the stones you've tapped and connect with others. Want to keep your moments personal? No sweat. You have the option to make your soul stones public or private, giving you control over who can see your moments. This soul stone's journey started in Nashville, where I activated it. Let's go. When I was at Ultra Miami, I traded with someone I met there. Normally, that would have been it. But by sharing my soul stone, we were able to connect later on. My new friend took it to another festival and traded with someone else. I was having serious FOMO, but it was awesome knowing my bracelet led to a new connection. A few weeks later, I got a notification when someone left a moment at Electric Forest. I'm not sure where it'll end up next, but with Soulstone, I can guarantee that I stay connected with anyone who crosses paths with my bracelet. Why would you want that? Electric Forest Festival. Okay. Well, look, obviously this is not our <laughs> This is not our scene. That's fine. I guess I yeah. just I'm I'm trying to be I'm trying to operate in good faith. Mm. And say, if I were the type of person who would go to a festival and trade bracelets with somebody just as a signifier of like, yeah, I'm glad to have met you. Mm -hmm. And I hope that I can keep this memory of our time together alive for years to come. Right. How does having the app where you can pull up that they then gave it to someone else affect that? How does that benefit you in some way? Yeah, I, I think they're trying to do uh, start their own social media network because they said like something about stories and stuff. It has a very Instagram like layout. So, be, But I thought it was, you know, just a thing with little, you know how uh, people will do the uh, like a charm. charm bracelet. You know what I mean? I yeah. thought it was like different ones of those. Mm -hmm. And it had different RFIDs in it for like the different sites you're on. Oh, like collect so them all. So maybe you could like fucking, oh, add me on, uh, mm -hmm. you know, whatever the fuck. The pop-up page for the festival. The hottest site. Yeah. Uh, scan this or whatever. Yeah, I mean, scan we should, this one. We should do that. We should call it <laughs> Cool Stones. <laughs> yeah, not this fucking shit stone, <laughs> <this> lady. <laughs> 
But what would be the benefit? I, I I can't really understand how people are putting video on the page. Uh, yeah, of the, I'm either. not sure. I it get sounds that. like a logistical nightmare to to. I got a notification that someone else shared a moment or with the bracelet, it's, but it's not even the person. What do you mean? You're not. Who are you you're, connected you're to? You're operating off the app at that point. But the app is just a jumping off point for getting, or the bracelet is just a jumping off point for getting on the app or whatever. So the, the bracelet's not important. It's the app. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't get on the app without a bracelet. Seems like it, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I guess I just don't. I don't understand what. What are you forming the bond with? I know I sound like an alien. What part of this are you bonding with? The bracelet or the person? Who's important? To, when you yeah. go to a festival and you meet somebody you like enough to hang out with, and you trade them a bracelet, is this? Is are you saying like you know take this bracelet and remember me? Or are you saying like you're cool? Let's talk later. Like what are you saying? What are you yeah, doing with maybe them? It's like a more intimate uh, circles type thing where you're uh oh you're creating this network with your uh closest festival goer buddies here's what i'm saying let's say jesse and mike meet up at electric forest right and they trade bracelets jesse gives mike his trusted soul stone bracelet yeah mike says this is this is fire yeah then mike goes to uh uh goes to see a a dj steve aoki show Mm -hmm. in vegas Mm mm-hmm and then Mike gives Dan the bracelet. Right. How how do I? I'm now. I'm not. I'm no. Jesse's no longer connected to Mike. Right. I think, I'm not wearing no fucking bracelet. I think there's multiple. <laughs> okay. Well, they're friendship bracelets. I think there's multiple bracelets, or you have to buy one to give to somebody. I don't. I don't know how the economy of the bracelets work. You have to buy one eventually, right? I don't, you can't yeah. just trade it around and then. I would think. Yeah, like, I'm good on the app. You take this. Yeah. So you get it. But they're beads. So you can have a bunch of beads on one bracelet, I guess. Yeah. So you can give a bead away. But then I'm saying, like, if I if, oh, okay. I, if I liked you, now we're disconnected because you gave it to someone else. So what is the appeal? Is the appeal seeing where the bracelet goes? I think you're giving away your beads. So you maybe you, oh. you program your own beads. You get a five bead pack here for 20 bucks. And it's like an air tag or something where you're like, here's a... You're taking a part of me, a piece of me with you. And then throwing it in the garbage. Putting it on your bracelet, I think. Is Very, I, I, don't under, <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I tell you, I don't, you, know, you know what? AirTag, not even that good. If you're, if you're, I if, like those. If you're pitching me right now, let's do AirTags, but for festivals, you've lost me at AirTags. AirTag already a, a total, a total dysfunctional disaster. I'm getting pings that my wife's luggage AirTag battery is dead, and it's in the attic. Mm. I do that so in case American Airlines, the fucking bottom of the plane falls out and the luggage goes missing over Utah, I know that it fell out, and yeah. I don't. I, we have to get her some new clothes. You gotta charge it, don't you? I don't know. How long do they hold charge? I don't know. Mm. But why is it pinging me? I feel like we should know that. Leave me alone. <laughs> what do you want it to do? <laughs> Just die and not work? Uh yeah, That's I think what I want to do just. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, a lot of people are saying this. A lot of people are saying, um, honestly, they're so dope. Concerts are usually loud AF. Um, so I guess this is like a way to connect at a concert. Yeah, this I is. This, I didn't think about that. I guess are you are. kidding? That is so sick. That's from Trippy Tay. So, um, definitely something for uh, probably people. If, who are younger than us would, mm, mm-hmm. which is weird because I feel like NFC technology is exclusively for men age 40 and up, which is weird because I feel like we're so young. So. 
there's people younger than us now? <laughs> what the heck? They keep making them. Uh, two two nine seven, almost twenty three hundred bucks of five k, forty six backers, twenty eight days to go. This, for all I know, this could be one of those niches that's just begging for this specific type of communication. But it is, it does, it does feel a bit like um, hearing about the new. I think we talked about this not that long ago. That weird app that popped up for a while, the Yo app, or then that other yeah, app that yeah. was like only for college campuses. And then you look at it and you go, well, what what does this do? And then someone says, oh, it doesn't really, it doesn't really do anything. <laughs> you go, okay, well, is it popular? It's actually that's the most, most popular, popular thing of all time. They just cut, yeah, eight million dollars in seed funding. Oh, and they just shut down. Okay, well, because <laughs> I'll keep looking for my wife's luggage. I don't know. Um, that's a soul stone. And Mike, that means we're halfway through the six pack. I think we should take a quick break. We we'll, we'll be right back. We'll be right back with. Don't make that face. We'll Easy. be we'll, steady. <clears throat> we'll be right back with the birthday boy and more of. Now, Mike, you've heard of micro wins. Yes, I've heard of micro wins. That's when uh, the Honey I Shrunk the Kids guy walked into Peep This Out's uh, live stream chat. The guy from Honey, micro I Shrunk the wins. Kids, Micro Wins, he hit He hit a couple of the guys whose last name is Win oh, okay. in the chat because there's yeah. Larry and then there's Ben, and they both got hit with the shrinking ray, made them small, Micro, Micro, mm-hmm. Micro Wins. Yeah. But of course, Peep doesn't say it like Wins, <laughs> he says New Yen. So if you were thinking <laughs> New Yen, because that's how Peep says it, it's not right, it's actually uh, pronounced Win. People are like... Who the fuck is Peep? If if they're if they're if they're saying that, then they are not. <laughs> they're no friends of mine. Uh, but I'm not talking about that uh, situation I was mentioning earlier Peep. about the Peeps yeah, chat and the yeah. um, Honey I Shrunk the um, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis, yeah, and dropped stopped acting. He did, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. To say one thing and then like say immediately after it, say the thing that it's mostly known for. <laughs> it's so funny for some reason to be like, <laughs> like the thing that pops up on Reddit all the time about yes. somebody or something like that is like, uh, I don't know, just funny to say it immediately. <laughs> Stop acting. Yeah, he did. It was in the news. He yeah. did. Very sad. Uh, <laughs> micro wins actually uh, is a secret to achievement. Uh, and life and real estate. And you should really shift your financial future with that innovative new book called Micro Wins to Millions, the Moneyball Real Estate Book. Let's I, go. I would imagine the guys behind Moneyball would take issue with these clowns um, using that. But you know what? Maybe not. Maybe they don't care because they, well, they've got all the money in the world thanks to their famous Moneyball. Um, this is... So interesting to me, and something I wish was on Kickstarter more, which is the I like the old type of flim flam. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We ran into something a couple weeks ago where what it was those it was those guys who run that uh, that podcast, mm. um, and there was some news story about how they're using a they're using um, technology that like monitors. Oh yeah, yeah, what yeah. What you're yeah. saying for their like marketing stuff or whatever, and there was like some news story about it or whatever. They they came out and said basically whoever these guys are, some some small business I, you've never I heard of. I ripped all of their YouTube 
uh, videos off the, their we, account before they... Yes, before they scrubbed said, them. I thought they would probably scrub them. We need to watch those. But yeah. it, it was basically some... Okay, so some small business you've never heard of that contracts their work out to all these other different places. And the two lunkheads in charge of it have their vanity podcast where they... Yeah. For no viewers or listeners, talk about all the secrets of their, I would say, highly controversial business. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, they said what everybody has long suspected. And whether they're telling the truth and stupidly explaining what mm. the thing that we all hate, making them pariahs, or whether they're taking credit for like, um, like a mythology um, yeah. to boost their own egos, I don't know. But they basically. And I don't care either. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, either way, I get to hate them, yeah, so I don't yeah. care. Um, but they basically came out and said, yeah, you know that feeling you get where you talk about something in front of your phone or your iPad or whatever, and then you get an ad for it? Yeah, that's us. That's us. <laughs> They're like, we have access to a secret uh, technology or whatever that we're uh, contracting out or they're licensing out or whatever the fuck that they're doing. Yeah. So that's that's the way that they explain it. But I just know the the videos are so good. If I have to, I, I just have to dig through them. I, I, I there's there's they got to be so insufferable. From what I from what little I saw of them. Yes. Ah, just unbearable. Real business roundtable is that the yeah, name of these guys? That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, real business roundtable. It looks like they they're I mean they're still uploading yeah. stuff. Um. But I don't know. I guess they have an Instagram. What, what was the actual business that they said that they ran? Did they ever I say what it actually it was? was? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. But they seem very annoying. Um, and it's like uh, it's the it's the sales funnel guys and all that. Mm -hmm. And I think to a certain point, um, I don't. There, there is too much of a good thing when it comes to these old school hustler type of guys. But in small doses, I think they are very interesting to think about and. Where whereas right now we have a hundred to one stupid pieces of tech mm -hmm. to old school scam, I would like to I would like to increase the old school scam right. ratio of stuff that we see on Kickstarter. <laughs> um, you know, like a hip, hypnotist, put a hypnotist on here yeah. or something. You know, some, something interesting like that. Like let's change it up a little bit. Um, I'm familiar with all of the vaporware products that will never exist and um, crazy guy ideas, which I love. Mm -hmm. But a guy on here saying like, you know, oh, you know, rich dad, poor dad, I'm even richer dad. <laughs> something I thought of. Why would you be rich dad? Or you could be richer yeah. dad. You know, something like that. Um, these guys have seemed, seemed to have nailed something. This is Kevin Clayson and Steve Earle, the co-founders of Done For You Real Estate. And they're the authors of the book that they're hoping they're going to help them out by backing. It's a real estate system. You unlock the power of simple conservative investing principles for economic independence. Now, in the world of real estate investment, myths and misconceptions are everywhere. You've likely heard it all. Big risky moves are the keys to massive wealth. No risk, no reward, or go big or go home. Or how about swing for the fences in real estate and life? Now, I guess I'm not a part of these classrooms <laughs> that these guys are in. Like, uh, I'm, I'm not going to, um, the talks at the Radisson. Yeah. Workshop. Yeah. Real estate workshop. So maybe they're right that that's what those guys are telling their marks mm -hmm. and their scam meetings. But I would think like if you step back for a moment and you're a real person, I don't think anyone says real estate is go big or go home. No. Real estate is the thing that people tell you, like an old guy tells you, you should do. 
You should get real estate early and hold on to it for years and years and years until it appreciates in value. You know, that's what people say, like land or a house yeah. or whatever. That's what people say. It's not like you can scratch a lottery ticket on buying it. That's not even the right thing, it seems like. I wish there were like a, uh, you know how when the stock market crashed or whatever and guys were throwing themselves out of the windows and shit like that. <laughs> like I wish there was like a Airbnb real estate thing for, for that, like uh it would solve so many problems. You would like a comeuppance for evil people, yeah. You know, they just took themselves out. <laughs> I would say, I would say, hold your breath on that, definitely, and uh, yeah. see if see if the guys it's we so hate, messed up. I I saw that somebody somebody drove by and took a picture on like the Nashville subreddit of some beloved local business that, of course, I never patronized because I mm. why would I do that? Yeah. I think it was maybe a laundromat uh, in some neighborhood. And they were like, what the hell is this? And they took a picture of it. And it was like Music City Real Estate or something. And the sign was done in the way where like the the words of it mimicked the skyline. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I guess somebody looked it up and they're like, yeah, if I, Airbnb management. Oh, yeah, of course. The, the, the micro rental management. You need an office for that? It's Why? Like, Ain't nobody there anyways. <laughs> this problem just like getting worse. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'll get better soon, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, these guys are saying, hey, you don't have to get rich overnight. Instead of complaining, why don't I just... <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes complaining is better to do, uh, just for your future and friends and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, here, here's what these guys got to say. I'm Steve Earle, CEO of Done For You Real Estate. And my name is Kevin Clayson, and we are the co-founders of an award-winning real estate investment company that's now responsible for helping thousands of everyday people successfully transact over a billion dollars in profitable real estate. And we are here on Kickstarter to announce the opportunity to back our new book that outlines the Moneyball real estate system that we've used. The book is called Micro Wins to Millions. This book will unlock and deliver to you the exact strategy we've honed and developed for nearly two decades in 5,000 successful property purchases. So these guys have purchased property successfully 5,000 times. Damn. That's really good. These guys sound like they really know what they're doing. So it would make sense that with all the capital they have access to and all the profit they've turned over the years with their successful real estate investment strategies and portfolio... Mm -hmm that they couldn't scrape together $15,000 to print a book, <laughs> right? Well, they're bit, they want to put the money into teaching people because uh, mm-hmm. that's uh, the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think instead of going and flipping a house for a hundred grand, I think I'd like to make $1 an hour writing a book <laughs> for some reason. That makes sense to me. Um, clearly these guys don't know how to do what they say they know how to do. Um, got a little AI illustration here. Yeah, the little AI, like the, that. what, how would you describe this? Now, okay, this is a roller coaster, okay, <laughs> and on top of the roller coaster about to come down mm. is a train engine. That's not, doesn't line up with what you would think of as a traditional roller coaster. Right, and coming down the slope of the, uh, roller coaster on the tracks of the roller coaster are books for some reason. Um, and the, the night sky is littered with pages from, you have to assume the books that the choo-choo, choo-choo has already has run over. Run yeah. over. <laughs> Not sure what it's Not meant sure. to indicate, but <laughs> and plus one of these guys is bald. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, initially, they had idea- they had completed the manuscript, ready to share their insights with the world, but fate had other plans. They say, our original publisher's bankruptcy threw us into uncharted territory. Are these unlucky guys? Yeah. Why didn't you, uh, huh, dig them out of the hole? Yeah, why didn't you, why didn't so you successful. buy their building? It's easy for you. You just go flip another property. Why didn't you just do it? Just come back. Piece look, of shit. Then another publisher proposed delaying the release until 2025. Oh my God. I wonder if they were having upfront money problems <laughs> too. That's crazy. Um, well, they said the big problem was the editors took out all of their heart mm-hmm. and soul. So they rewrote the book. That's right. They've written this thing twice now. Imagine how many properties they could have flipped yeah. while they were wasting time. Been work. Uh, rewriting this book for you. And then, of course, coming to Kickstarter, writing all this shit on Kickstarter, begging for 15 grand. <laughs> Really, really uh, pathetic. Of course, well, I love the illustration here. First property, then yeah. the, the down the road fifth property, mm-hmm. down the road ten properties, millions in real estate owned, six figures of annual residual in- income. This is like a real goal for people because they see it as like a gold mine real estate. Because yeah, everybody's ripping everybody off, so I better get in on it too before the well dries up somehow or the bubble bursts. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it makes so much. Oh, and by the way, look at what these guys have as their podcasting uh, no. video background. Yeah. I told you we can't we can't That's be doing, we can't be doing that. Um, they just got the panels. Dan. Yeah, they got the three D sound panels. Pr- the white yeah, assholes. Geographic probably sounds plus one of the guys is bald. <laughs> okay, well, right? if it's if it sounds good and the guy's bald, maybe it, we should do it. It might sound good actually. <laughs> here's here's my thing. Uh, oh, I can see it. Is it always like that? <laughs> okay. All right, pimp. All right, pimp. I think like I I I'm I am I'm sympathetic to the average Joe who is like I really and this is why I'm a man of the people. I'm sympathetic to the average Joe. Wow. Yeah. I know it's your birthday, but I feel like I should get a present. Yeah, you should. I got you know, <laughs> a vinyl album. And- <laughs> I think it like. You're working a regular job, and you go like, well, at one time, this would have been enough for me to live and retire. Right, 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 right. And then you go, well, okay, maybe maybe retiring's not in the cards, but at least I'll get to live on this. And you go, okay, well, you maybe, know. Maybe living's not in the cards. <laughs> maybe that's not good either. <laughs> so you really do start thinking, how can I get money without having to work? Because there's only so many hours in the day. Right. Well, it could be owning a home. Everybody needs a house. So yeah. that's just like I permanent Permanent income I can depend on when I get past the age where I can physically work because I have worked my body to death. So does that make sense to me? Absolutely it does. And I think that in there is some world where someone who's retired could own a house and somebody younger could rent it and everybody benefits from that transaction. We don't live in that world, though. Because you have to either rent an apartment or you have to own uh, 50 duplexes and become like a nasty Turo rent your car out guy and all this other kind of shit. And I, it's, it's gross. But I see how all those people get stuck in that funnel of like, well, for $2,000 now, these guys will tell me how to buy a house yeah. and live off of it. Say goodbye to my money troubles. Yeah. It's, I, I said a thing the other day of that guy. On Reddit, who is renting the car and driving for 
Was it Uber? Uh, Lyft? I know Uber. I think Uber has one of those. Maybe DoorDash does too. I forget what he what kind of car he was like renting or something. It was a Tesla that he had. It was a Tesla. Yeah. It was like I have to pay, what was it, like $1,000 or something? By the time you did it? the insurance and the payment and all that stuff, yes, he was in the hole for thousands a month. I, I mean, I mean, I know that it's sad, but I want to see like the guy who's like doing like DoorDash, Turo, fucking, yeah. that's a nightmare, dude. It is. It is. What else are you going to do? And somebody told them. That's the way. Yeah. This is the way to do it, you know. Um, and it was one of these bald motherfuckers right here who was <laughs> probably doing it. I don't know. This is so nasty to Sport me. Sport coat with the jeans. I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got an idea. For, I got an idea for a photo. Okay, here's what we do. We take the, micro, we take the microphones off the stands. Mm-hmm. And we, we kind of them. hold them. And, you know, what is... <laughs> Kind of a funny way. <laughs> a couple of jokers. A couple of jokers, uh, for sure. $15,000 is what these guys want and couldn't figure out how to get 2400 bucks pledged so far. 60 marks. 28 days to go. 10, du- 10 bucks for the book. Uh, for the digital book. $20 for the audio book. Oh, these guys are going to read their own audio book. Cool. They're probably really good at that. <laughs> um <laughs> 25 for the soft cover um, and 25. Wow. Early bird, early lead, early bird, all formats, 25 bucks gets you absolutely everything. I wish there was one where I could sit down and just pick these guys' brains and just have lunch yeah. with them here. Um, let's see. Well, I can give them $10,000 and I get, ooh, let's, I get a, wow, I get a lot of perks. It looks like I get, well, it's the ultimate package, of course. It's so many, you had to hit details. I huh? did have to hit details. My God. I get the Help Me CFO Tax Planning and Consultation Package. I get the Micro Wednesday Millions Limited Edition autographed copy. I get the audiobook. I get the digital book. I get the swag box. Um, so you get a shirt that says, I heart MW2M money sign. <laughs> Micro wins two millions. Okay. Gotcha. Another T-shirt, a golf shirt, on-deck circle, 12 months for free in the on-deck circle, whatever that is. You get a master class one time only. You get a property optimization and analysis, campaign updates, your name in the book, and, of course, the VIP dinner, dinner with Kevin and Steve. So 10, 10 grand. grand, you could, uh, yeah. these guys will tell you how to manage your money, and they'll take you out for a steak dinner. That has got to feel so good when you're the scamming guy <laughs> who's eating dinner that the other guy is paying for. I know. Just like choking on the bread because you're laughing so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what an awesome feeling. I was watching um, another awesome feeling uh, when you've done something bad is uh, we, we were watching the, uh, there was like a police chase yeah. the other night we had on and I was looking at that and it was like four guys in the car. Also, you know what? It's not not a big deal. It's not the point of the thing. But whenever the guys are tired or run out of gas, they they stop and they get out of the car and run. They never put it in park. Oh, it just keeps going. They I just keeps, saw this one. You saw that, right? They just let it go. Yeah. It's yeah. Really, it's I'm a fucked. it's a weird. I would put it in. It takes you what a microsecond. Pull, it, pull up the e brake. Yeah, you know? yeah. So you don't run over your foot yeah, on the way out of the yeah. car. It's crazy. Anyway, four guys get out and all go separate directions. And what I was saying, I think I was saying to Steph, and I was like. How good would it feel to be one of the guys who gets out of the car and goes the separate direction and you see the spotlight follow the other guys? 
because you're just like oh fuck like i'm actually gonna get yeah. away because the whole yeah. time you're in the back seat like shit i'm not gonna get away i'm yeah, not gonna get I'm away the motherfucker in here. <laughs> this is not good and the spotlight goes away and then you just start walking normally you know just, just <laughs> like, a, like a gta guy yeah. after the stars go away yeah <laughs> fuck that would feel so good yeah um Micro wins to millions, 2431 to 15K. These guys are some real assholes, I think. Um, wow. You know what? Wait, what did I say that? It had 191 bucks when I put it on this fucking sheet a couple of days ago. Now it's 2400 Oh, my God. Some wow. some people are getting Must taken. sold another. Oh, my God. Must have made another sale. Wow. Another VIP dinner, perhaps. Damn. All right. That's crazy. What do you got, Mike? I got Steamboat Willie, a dark comedy horror. JF. Well, you were just talking about how the movies are so uninspiring to you yeah. lately. I was like, let's get some more remakes popping off. Steamboat Willie is the very first incarnation of Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. and has fallen into the public domain. Oh, My no. Is he okay? intention is to make a horror film with the character, one of prob- probably a dozen that will ah. come out this year. I love the idea of there being countless Mickey Mouse horror movies. Yeah, I would. I'd hit pause on that thought. Yeah, I just think if you, it, it's it's. I think is it unusual for a writer or producer to say, now I already know there's going to be twelve or thirteen yeah. of these coming out. This is going to be done to death, and you're probably going to be sick of it. But I might throw my hat in the ring. About <laughs> if it was me. <laughs> Uh, I'm a screenwriter producer and I have worked in development for a little over 10 years. Currently have a remake of an eighties cult classic horror film that I wrote going into pre-production and set to film later this year. I intend to deliver a schlocky, sleazy, gross, demented film in the tone of Lloyd Kaufman, Charles Mann and Roger Corman. This is now, is this your type of guy or what? This is definitely my type of guy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, so whack when they do the uh, scary fucking children's stuff or whatever. That's the Winnie the yeah. Pooh or whatever it was. It's bad. Fuck. Yeah, life. It's bad. And and I'll never. You're not gonna catch me being on the side of Disney or whatever, saying like, mm-hmm. oh, don't do this because I don't care. But if you're gonna do it, why don't well, make it good? Why don't you try to make it a good thing instead yeah. of doing the one you already yeah. know you've been beaten to the point. By the way, the Steamboat Willie thing. The day it dropped into the public domain, there was already a trailer out for. Yeah, people were acting like. Uh, <laughs> I saw some guy on the timeline say, "Just because I can," and he posted a picture of like Mickey Mouse. Like, what are you talking about? You can do it whenever you want. This made no sense. People acted like they just got out of jail or something, That's or so they funny. just legalized fucking murder. Or something. Yeah. it was so weird. It was like, I don't know. Some people, when they see Obsessed. the purge, they think the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to yeah. make a crazy ass movie where a big bird does a drive by. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it now. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, I'm setting the goal low at 50K, which after taxes is enough to make a proper Tubi level no budget horror film. But I will happily apply any additional funds raised directly to on screen fund, ensuring that the FX and kills are as good as they can be. Now, this is an interesting <laughs> line here. I have zero intentions of making money off of this. I will put the film on YouTube and Tubi for free. I have no intentions of selling the distribution and like the idea of anyone being able to click it and watch it for free. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? You know, <laughs> if making something for free is what you do when you have the money. Yeah, when you have, you know, the, the whole thing done already. You just put it out for yeah. free. Or and that's cool. That's very cool to do, to have that kind of artistic freedom to be able to put. 
you this is your job you if you're gonna screenwrite a movie and produce you probably why don't you try to turn a pro no one's gonna be mad at you <laughs> i just want to make something funny and vile with america's favorite mouse yeah have water on your brain yeah i don't think that's Thank not no one no one's that interested in it i you know it's something i my, what if mickey mouse was bad all right what if he was <laughs> motherfucker now what also he uh, is uh, so like i don't even it's not you know you what try, if mickey mouse killed somebody okay what if he did <laughs> where are we at with this i mean what the fuck are we doing the one thing about this guy i think is weird is like i've i've taken to i've taken to reading the r slash twitch subreddit yeah is it and good it's well it's interesting because so many of the things on there are like i like video games and i would like to get started with a twitch stream can you please tell me the microphone and what games to play and how mm -hmm. do i make money on there and i'll you know and just like start like i know you you have an interest in the idea of it but yeah, you don't yeah. have an actual interest because an actual interest would like spur you to like right, right, right generate some of this knowledge on your on your own but then like there's so many people on there who because you know how, i don't know if you know this gamers are weird oh <laughs> so it's like there are people on there who are like i'm affiliate and i wish that i could turn it off i i hate the idea of making money from games i would never <laughs> i would never want to get paid yeah. i turn off ads wherever i can and i would absolutely never ask anyone to donate or tip in fact i've refunded tips that have people have been sent to me while i'm playing my favorite games people are like so adamant that they don't you don't want to do just turn your computer off. You know what I mean? No one's making you... Just yeah. play it on your own. There's already a version of this that exists, which is you playing the game at home by yourself. <laughs> but you want it to be on the thing, and you don't... It like, it's, it's like they think it's like tainted the idea of playing a game if someone sends them five bucks to, to play the game. And this guy has the same attitude, except for it's like, you have an IMDB page that you're clearly updating yourself. Yeah. Why is it offensive to you to try to make money off of your career? And humble suggestion maybe you should try to make some cash from it and then you can do your stupid ass movie about what if mickey mouse was crazy you know well he has a lot of ideas like uh yeah this is his third project the first one was called musquinado aka mosquito tornado it was canceled the second one was called alex versus joe versus interdimensional psychic vampires from hell mm. that was canceled Okay. It's about Alex Jones and Joe Rogan. Yeah. So I don't know. These were Kickstarter projects. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was curious about that Alex Jones one, um, Joe Rogan one, uh, the psychic vampires. I'm rooting for the psychic vampires in that one, to be honest. <laughs> um, he said, okay, in a perfect world, awesome movies would get made with reckless abandon, and I wish more than anything that I could make this as a huge tentpole summer blockbuster film. But with reality being what it is, I can only offer an ebook. Oh, it was an ebook. It wasn't uh, okay. So the story itself is solid. It was more just about getting the thousand dollars people to read the Joe Rogan punching uh, psychic vampire book, which is that's okay. That's fine. And on this first one, on the mosquito, yeah. He says in the episode or the description, he says, So earlier I saw a picture on the news of a mosquito tornado in Portugal. This is it. And he shows the picture here and he says, And I thought the same thing you're likely thinking right now. Ah, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I immediately started scratching a mosquito bite on my knee and called my partners and said something like, Get on the phone. Who do we knew who do we know with the cash to make a movie about a tornado of mosquitoes? There was a pause. A mosquito-nado, I paused. 
a mosquito. I yelled in the phone. It's awesome. They both laughed. I sent the picture above, mm. and they stopped laughing. So they were laughing until he sent the picture. That's a long laugh. That's yeah. actually pretty cool, they said. We'd have to make it really crazy, not too silly. Yeah, it can't be stupid. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Over the top. Blood, boobs, gore, crazy stuff. Okay, I... Is this... Do you think that happened, or do you think he's letting that that pen do some of the talking for him there a little bit? That screenwriter coming out with this dialogue he had with his friends on the phone, his partners. <laughs> they sat listening to me babble. Don't put all of this in here. Yeah. They sat listening to me babble, and two hours later, we had a story outlined. We made a list of people to try to call for the budget. I called my good buddy, Tom Dude Designs Hodge, hmm. and confirmed to him to do the artwork. Google him. He's awesome. Okay. All right. I'm checking out Tom Dude Designs. He good? Hodge. I'm uh he's responsible for such de- such designs as Hobo with a Shotgun. Oh wow. Um let's see what else here. Key art for let's see King of New York, uh you know the Arrow video titles like yeah. Savage yeah. Streets. Yeah. Wow. Pretty good. So this guy makes some kick-ass posters it looks like. Pretty good. All right, rock on. Dude designs. My production. This is the '80s movie that they were talking about. I think. Yeah. Okay. In the uh, in the new one. See, in the first Kickstarter. Yeah. In the first Kickstarter they make. You know, this is so good when you click on a guy's profile and you can see his old Kickstarters because in the first Kickstarter that they make, mm. they put out so much crap that they don't even need to put in here, and like they give out so much of their personality and stuff because <laughs> they're so desperate for the money. Yeah, sure. And then by like second and third one, they've wised up and tightened it up or whatever. But you go back in the first one, it's like. This is who this re- this is really who it is. My production partner Sasha Maslansky is working with his father Paul Maslansky on producing the reboot of Police Academy that New Line is making. Paul Maslansky is the creator of Police Ac- of the Police Academy series and serves as an advisor to MLR Film Studios. This guy's film studio with him and his two friends. I see. So like this guy's dad was the Police Academy guy. <laughs> Okay, that's a good, I mean, that's a decent, you know, foot in the yeah. door. Yeah. You could probably get Mosquito NATO made if you had some cool art yeah. and you had the police academy team on the horn ready to take your call. <laughs> I think, that, you know, that could be interesting. High tower in the gang. Um, I don't know. I think, uh, I, I think I would like to see a little, even for Kickstarter movie ideas, I think I'd like to see a little more um, prep. Yeah. 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 Yeah, a little bit more work. Effort. You know, yeah. put, I, yeah. put an idea together. I like the the Kickstarter movies. They're so fun because... I know. They're all so bad. Well, I think Theo is right on this point, which is I do wish that you could make just any weird crap. Um, I wish there was more of that stuff made and honestly to a higher standard so it could be... So it wasn't held back. You know, I like the more creativity, the more interesting stuff out there, I think the better. And Kickstarter is maybe not even that bad of a place for that kind of yeah. thing to happen. But I think we got to get further than the one Google image result for the idea and then immediately the acknowledgement <laughs> that the idea has been beaten to death already yeah, by the time you're yeah. even getting to it. That's a little bit rough for me, and I think we could probably improve that process. Yeah. Um, but, uh, hell, I don't know. You know, I, I guess I'm a little biased. I'm showing my bias because, <laughs> you know, uh, Stefan and I did work on a Steamboat Willie project. Did so, you? Yeah. So, wow. you know. It's when it dropped into the public domain, we did our the Go Off Kings uh, public domain uh, erotic fuck fest, and we 
Oh, I heard about this. Yes. Yeah. So we did a few. We did a few passes on a script. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some collaborators. Uh, uh, Libby Watson and Demi Lardner helped us um, on on putting together mm. some of the sexier elements of the project. Sex it up. Need a woman's like a woman's sexier perspective on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Because we were kind of we were kind of attacking this from the male POV of like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, like, oh, I was going to jam my rod and right, you know. Do right. this or whatever, but they and what they brought today was just so crucial. I think a lot of they would pipe up and say like, "Oh, don't forget the pussy." Yeah, um, they would say like, "Don't forget you have to jam your rod into some." Ah, I knew. It. Yes, know? right. So, yeah, that's cool. Don't forget Mickey's. Don't forget Mickey's pussy ass. Mickey's pussy ass. You know, and we thought, well, that's you know, that's a good yeah. note. And of course, later on, we went back and scratched a lot of that stuff out because we really want to lead with the rod. It's ideating and stuff. It's like you don't have your solid ideas down first right 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 but you know we we took that and ran with it and i don't care if disney gets mad yeah i really don't give a rat's ass a mouse's ass if disney gets (laughs) mad at us for talking about you know sucking and fucking on mickey it does not you know yeah because this is what this is what this is it's basically a free speech issue because right you know what i mean so you have this first amendment second amendment all of them yeah Basically, it's all that. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It goes on. It goes on on 16, Down 17, the 18. Yeah. The whole thing. And, and, and I, I hope they sue me. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they, I hope they send their goon squad. I really do. Take me out. You I know? don't know. <laughs> Take, no, go ahead. You know, seriously, Disney, if you want to kill me, go ahead and kill me. Di- kill because, me. Yeah. Seriously, kill me because, you know, because all you'll be doing, by the way, if Disney sends their goon squad yeah. to kill me, all they'll be doing is making sure that everybody knows about what Mickey Mouth is, yeah. his cock and stuff. Spreading the word. Yeah. And spreading his ass at the same time. So, you know, good luck. Good luck. It's called the Streisand effect and it's very powerful. <laughs> you've, you've made a powerful enemy on this day, my friend. <laughs> Um, there was a. Yes, he's at a standoff at Ruby Ridge over his <laughs> Mickey Mouse script. Where he... <laughs> did you see the? Did you see the trailer for the the actual one? It's on autoplay mode on YouTube. That's why I did that. Um, Mickey's Mousetrap. Oh, this is the. Ri- this is the. This is the one that came out the same day that they. Yeah. All right. These are the best party that we can throw. I guess it's like a like a teen kill. I guess. Hmm. I just want to see what Mickey freaking looks like and if he's scary. Yes. Wait a minute. Oh shit! There's not supposed to be blood. Oh wait, is this just Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah, it's just Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh shit! Okay. Mickey Mouse in it. Think there's gonna be fucking titties in this movie? Relax, Dan. This That's is... in Jesse's version of it. <laughs> Well, the car has titties in my version. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a projector here playing some Mickey Mouse. Yep. Steamboat Willie. There he is. Just so you know, it's the one that isn't copyrighted anymore. Got a lady out here walking. Put the phone down. Put the phone down, please. She's inside. She can't hear. Yeah, but... Oh, look. The, there's a chain on the door. <laughs> oh, it's not even like a monster. It's like a guy. It's like a. What? It's a guy in a Steamboat Willie mask. Mm. I'll be right back. Couldn't you? You could have done that anyways, couldn't you? They're doing the scary movie thing. <laughs> I just mean, if you were gonna do a scary movie about Steamboat Willie, and you wanted to do a mask, mm. you could have done that. It could have just been like, oh, well, it's just like a mask. 
This is a guy in a Steamboat Willie type Mickey Mouse mask. So it is. It's not really the character. Yeah. The character would be like he came out of the projector and started killing people, right? He's a big rat or something. Yeah. Now that's some scary that shit. That would be awesome. A big rat? A huge rat? Because it's huge. It's yeah. Not a, they're usually small. The rats are, well, some rats are pretty big. <laughs> but yeah, normally it's smaller than me. Um, so that would be scary. So that even that one feels like a flavor miss. I don't know. Maybe yeah. if they're going to do this right. It'll be worth watching, but I think probably it won't be, and everything will continue to suck for a long time. Yeah, probably. Um, that one was Steamboat Willie 288 is what I have written down, but is it more than that now? Did it get up past 288? It did not. 288 of 50K, four backers, 35 days to go on the Steamboat Willie horror movie. Probably not going to get there. Yeah. The last one we've got for you before we put on our party hats and get our kazoos <laughs> out and start unwrapping <laughs> our presents is called Themis. Or Themis. I'm actually not sure. A new wave hits the shore of live streaming. Speaking of speaking of the concept of the the misconceptions of Twitch streaming, mm. not that I'm an expert uh, in the matter, but one of the things I see on the subreddit all the time is the constant gnashing of the teeth against the bad algorithm that Twitch has. The discoverability is so low. Yeah. On Twitch, it it's it's a it's a it's a constant concern for. Uh, I would say probably especially young people, but new streamers in general. And the belief is that if you go on Twitch and you stream video games, there are people browsing the website who will then scroll through a game yeah. that they're interested in or just on the front page in general or just, hell, I don't know, go down and click next page, next page, next page until they get to a sufficiently small enough yeah. viewership channel that they'll then click on it and start watching it or whatever. Which has never really made any sense to me. Twitch always seems to have been the place where you have to bring other people mm -hmm. there because I think it takes a very particular kind of person to say, oh, I really want to see somebody playing Warzone. Yeah. I'm not... I Now, I, what I don't want to do is watch any of the top 2,000 streamers playing it. Yeah. that I'm not really sure what the <laughs> mindset is. I want to see how, like, you're scrolling through, you're like, I want to see how this guy plays or something like that. Yeah, it's just literally, if you're watching the game, oh, aren't you just watching yeah. the game? And then at that point, why are you even watching the stream? I don't know. doesn't make sense to me necessarily. Um, but there is, there always seems to be the thought that there could be an alternative to Twitch and YouTube. Yeah. And also, it's not Facebook gaming, which they don't do anymore, and it's not Mixer, the Microsoft one, which they're not doing anymore. This one could be started by one guy from Denmark. And it's called Themis, or Themis, I think. Hello there, I'm Gustav from Goondogs, and today I'm excited... Now, did you hear the name of the company? I thought that was a country. I was trying not to be rude. <laughs> said Gustav from Gundark. I was like, God damn it. Yeah, you thought you'd been out of school too long. I thought I was fucking in uh, yeah. one of those crazy books. Yeah, oh... <laughs> Yeah, for real. One. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> now, the name of the company, look, this is it's, it's inoffensive. Goondocks. Yeah. I'm not upset with a guy for wanting to come up with a, with an alternative uh, to Twitch, as long as it's not one of the ones that says, we, we want to be like Twitch, but with more Nazis on there. <laughs> yeah. um, this one is, the name of the company is called Goondocks. That's fine. Is that fine? That's fine. Is it okay to be called Goon Docs? <laughs> I think it's all right. In the concept of, or in the in the in the realm of Twitch streaming, where everyone knows what gooning is, <laughs> you think it's okay to be called Goon Docs? I'm not so sure. Um, Themis is a live streaming platform dedicated to fostering a fair and safe environment 
where our innovative dual subscription and watch time rewards system empowers both streamers and viewers. Um, so they've got a different way of paying out than Twitch. Excited to be streaming to you on our prototype or themis stream, our innovative approach to live streaming. It's more than just a platform. It's a beacon of fairness and innovation in the streaming world. We got kind of a diving into that's themes. nice. What what do you call this? Like cyber? You call is this cyber? Cyberpunk synth synth wave synth wave. I think that's what I was yeah. trying to think of. Yeah, you will find a familiar touch in our interface, inspired by the best of what's out there. We plan to fine-tune everything to make your transition here seamless and intuitive. This would also all be like free assets you can find uh, yeah, yeah. on a computer anywhere. <laughs> Isn't it interesting to see the Windows taskbar in a different language? <laughs> is. Now let's explore what really It's one of those guys that has the start button in the middle of his taskbar. Come on, man. And he's in light mode. Yeah. Brutal. The theme is sub. Theme is sub. The overall functionality and features of theme is stream. And the streamer sub, where a generous 75% of the revenue directly supports the streamers you love. The remaining 25% goes into your communio pool distributed fairly based on each creator's unique watch time. This way we make sure all types of quality and engaging content are rewarded fairly. Especially those who draw big audiences, but might not have as many direct subscribers. Okay. <sighs> I just... You, you're setting out to solve the problem of how somebody with a huge audience makes money? Yeah. That's the problem. The, the problem is that these people who have a big audience but don't have subs will get residuals off of some other people's subs. That's crazy. They have the big audience already. You just tell them to sub. I, what is the... <laughs> that's so nuts. And also that means that 0% of the streamer sub goes to the company running yeah. the... Now look, I do I buy Twitch's Crocodile Tears? After their huge layoffs and all of their cutbacks because of bandwidth costs and video storage and all this shit. Yes. Of it's course I do. I'm sympathetic. Hard. You know, it doesn't matter that it's the same company as Amazon and they must be getting some kind of sweetheart yeah. deals on this kind of stuff. It sucks because whenever companies do this, these layoffs and stuff, everybody's like, oh, the company's so mean or something like that. What about the bosses who have don't have a lot of people to shove work off onto? Right. Oh, okay, I guess it must be cool to be one of the people left behind who's having to, you know, either do the work or ignore the work that needed to be yeah. done because they don't feel like doing it. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> That's really nice. I'm sure their paycheck is cold comfort in times <laughs> like these. <laughs> um, it is, uh, It does, but but I, I know that it, it maybe isn't as big as an expense as they always say that it is to justify their crappy business practices, but it's not nothing. You're Amazon, dog. Yeah. You got this. I don't know, but that but that means that this guy doesn't have yeah. this. This is this is some dude. So this now is it's some dude. We're like blasting our video stream through if, his if, living if room. A, if a bunch of racists with crypto money can't figure it out, <laughs> it's it's not looking good for some Dutch guy. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, probably probably not. They have the power of racism on their side <laughs> and crypto and hatred and all this stuff, and they can't figure it out somehow. I'm, have they have they gone under yet? What what have you heard anything lately about I've them? Not, I haven't heard anything about them. I've always you always hear like the stories about train wrecks yeah. on the uh, kick or whatever the fuck. I don't pay attention to. I don't know. No. Don't know enough about it to 
say one 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 way or another, but uh, they make the news when they sign, you yeah, know, like you say, some yeah. unapologetic racist to a forty some million dollar deal. And the deals are always so annoying too. The deals are not just like we gave them forty million. It's like we gave them forty million, and they can still stream on Twitch, and we don't want any of that money. <laughs> we don't really care. It's all faked up. We don't give a fucking shit about. They anything. can watch movies and cams if they want to. All yeah, fucking. We don't give a fuck. It's insane. <laughs> um, but I don't think this guy is going to survive off of 25% of 50% of the subs yeah. at best that you can get uh, on the website. Um, I think live streaming takes a little bit more. You know, I I know that Twitch did start out as Justin.TV, but that was a long time ago. Yeah. Probably hard to start right now as DutchGuy.TV <laughs> and just start doing, you know what I mean? I don't know. Um, they wanted, they're launching on Kickstarter because as an independent venture close to the community without the backing of a large company, that's true. And at that point, I would say, you know, the community doesn't exist yet because you haven't built yeah. the website yet. So, so what's the community? Who's... <laughs> this has the same problem as Twitch in general, which is you you feel like you are entitled to having an audience on Twitch. And the fact that you don't must mean that Twitch, the website, is doing something wrong. It's the same wrong. thing as Twitter, where people say, I'm being shadow banned, I'm right. being suppressed, or whatever. One of the things you list here is that lack of transparency in algorithms. Right. The algorithms that dictate content visibility. Hey, look, it, I'm going to give you just a hint. Even if you buy the website for, say, $40 billion or something like that, so you can crack the algorithm <laughs> open and take a look for yourself, <laughs> I don't think there's going to be anything in there that you... Uh, yeah, find comfort in. I, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen that news report come out where Elon Musk goes. Yeah, Aha. totally vindicated. Yeah. In fact, it was the opposite. It for was the opposite. <laughs> he was like, "There's some bug in the code or something <laughs> like that." There's I'm probably fucked. a rogue employee running around yeah. unplugging the wires and plugging them back in, and that's why I can't get my posts seen by all it's of the, the trolls. Right. The trolls, man. It's the trolls. Well, um, I think at least this guy isn't trying to do the nazi version of it he's just trying to do the like uh, dorky european guy version mm -hmm. of it um he which is just as bad bro. <laughs> <laughs> he uh they did unfortunately name the company goondocks which <laughs> is gonna have to be smoothed over <laughs> unless it just stays over there um but for the time being right now we are sitting at a very light 1300 dollars of 54 55k um with uh, about 24 days to go 11 backers on this you could you could give them a thousand dollars and become the stream hero with a lifetime themis subscription and a limited white themis badge uh, which one person has done uh, for whatever reason i really can't determine why someone <laughs> would have done that um Especially when, by the way, the six-month Themis subscription and limited pink Themis badge is only $60. So, oh yeah, that seems like a value by comparison. Like deal. Hey, if this if Goondocks and Themis last more than six months, then I guess you've got your ROI on your lifetime <laughs> badge. I just, I don't know if I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I'm all the way there with Themis, uh, where every streamer shines, Mike. And that's the end of the six-pack. And now it's really time for you to shine as we move on to your birthday celebration. Um, <laughs> just playing. Uh, it's time for That's Where You Come In. You're gonna wanna contact Blackheads. You're gonna wanna talk to Mike and JF. You're gonna wanna call 802-359-KISS. Send them something at their mailing address. 540 West Main Street, 209 Gallatin, Tennessee, 
This one. Blue sky. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was a it was a lot of years. Okay, it's gonna <laughs> it was gonna it was it's gonna take some time to break the cycle. Okay, thank you, Howell. Um, Nolan writes, "Happy New Year!" One of the guys from Mayberry Man is gonna be on the kindy kindy shitty. Sorry, it looks like it says kindy no, shitty. It says kindy shitty Nolan. What were you doing? Were you driving when you were writing this email? <laughs> kindy shitty reality sh- uh, TV show y'all watch uh, on the double. It says on the double. I, I noticed it said on the double. I don't know. Kind of a good name for our bonus episodes. Maybe we should change it. The YKS double. Double. Yeah, two episodes makes sense. Um, spoiled and cooking actor Joel Alvarado thinks that sounds like a combination that works and he can't wait for it to play out before america alvarado will be shown in the heat of a kitchen battle on the worst cooks in america the food ne- they don't even watch that on the double i don't even know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> the food network show that puts kitchen novices through a culinary boot camp the season premieres january 7th um and i guess joel alvarado was in mayberry man of course the movie we backed as producers, uh, right around February of 2020, if memory serves, and then did not get to participate in any way in the production because we were too scared of what is basically just like a cold. So, um, <laughs> the worst cooks in America. You know anything about the worst cooks in America? I don't know this. I don't know this one. This might be a a download for me. Well, you're gonna have a lot to download um, because there are 27. Fuck that. Seasons of the show. Get away. Um, it features 16 contestants who are accustomed to dining out and delivery apps who have never cooked a meal in their lives. The winner gets a $25,000 prize. Um, this is kind of cool. So I guess he's not much. He's not the baby of the family. He's 37 years old, but still can't cook. Um, Alvarado <laughs> says of his sister, she's so jealous because she feels like she doesn't get the same treatment. I told her, baby, I can't tell you why, but it's just that thing where I think that mothers do for their sons and I think fathers do for their daughters. I think it's just like a natural thing. Of course, my mom is taking this to the supernatural because she's just the ultimate. She'll show up at my door five times a day bringing me stuff. She's just always trying to feed me and make sure I'm good. That's interesting. Seems like Mm. a lot going on there. (laughs) He's a goober pile tribute artist, having portrayed a similar character in 2021's Mayberry Man, Mm. which was shot in the Indianapolis area and has a festival celebrating the Andy Griffith show as its background. So he was goober pile. This is really weird. This is in the Indie Star. A descendant of King of Scotland, Robert the Bruce, who who toured with Styx's Dennis DeYoung. what? What is that? Isn't that strange? That's weird. He was also spotted on the Reels TV series On Patrol Live earlier this year. What a life. When he was stopped in Beach Grove while driving the 1960s police squad styled car used in the movie. He I remember seeing him, actually. You what? I remember why I I saw that. You saw the guy from Mayberry Man driving the Mayberry Man car get pulled over on Reels TV and you didn't tell us? (laughs) I didn't know it was him. Well, but you, you didn't know it was the guy from Mayberry Man? You, you knew it was the was car, didn't you? Joel Alvarado? 
I recognize the car now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you have this. <laughs> this what else are you keeping from this, us? This memory that's so good you can remember an episode of Live on Patrol that you watched <laughs> and what car was in it? How many seasons of that is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's two like hundred episodes each. Jesus Christ! And you've seen them all, <laughs> every single one. Yeah. God damn! Don't let Cullen get a hold of this audio uh, and compare it to the number of times you say, "I forgot we had a recording today." <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I guess we can check out the worst cooks in America, which premieres with a two-hour double episode. At 8 p.m. January 7th. Oh, we've missed it. Uh, on Food Network. And then streams on Discovery Plus and Max. Geez, do you know, does uh, dis- does the Discovery Channel, or does, does Discovery uh, Family of Brands ever do any repeats or reruns of their shows that we might be able to catch again? <laughs> no chance. Okay, well, we're screwed. Anyways. Um, that's it for the episode, Mike. I think it's time to wish you a happy birthday. Here we go. You ready? All right. Yeah. Oh, you're not actually. I didn't gonna... actually do it. I told I you I you didn't. You would do... maybe do something. No, I didn't do it. What do you want me to do? <laughs> you're 41. What do you want me to do? <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. Happy birthday, Mike. <laughs> he did. Hey, are you guys doing January this year? Because I was waiting. You know, the first episode of January wasn't a movie episode. Still pretty good. I just thought maybe you were doing January this year, but I guess not. Okay, thanks. Bye. Okay, first of all, January is normally in February. February. And now it's in March. (laughs) (laughs) So...